Hello, soul seekers. I hope your week has been amazing. We've been talking conscious relationships all week. So if you haven't checked that on Facebook already, then go and search me out. If you look for Gail Evans or Your Soul Revealed, you will find me. Um, I wanted to share this week with you about fear because a lot of fear has come up in the conversation around relationships and not just in relationships. You know, fear is going to happen in our world wherever we have a block, wherever we have a limiting self-belief, wherever there is something that our ego decides to freak out about because it, our ego is designed in a way because of the constructs of our conditioning to keep us safe. And so I wanted to deliver a message to you of why fear is so intoxicating. And most of you say, why fear being intoxicating and not love being intoxicating? And sure, love can be, um, if it is our version of romantic attached love, that can be super intoxicating. But fear can be intoxicating in a kind of different way. It is, you know, love is about the sort of, the giving that we want to do and, and the getting that we want to have. Fear is the opposite. It's about the sort of diminishing that it needs to do to keep us safe. Fear is very body orientated and this is what makes it tricky because as soon as we become fearful, no matter what thoughts are going on, generally it's our body that absolutely takes over. It is pumping us with adrenaline, um, you know, or making us depressed and anxious. And it's really taking over the body systems. And this makes it really hard to know what your soul and your intuition is guiding you towards it can make it really tricky. And so for many of you talking about relationships and maybe those of you who have gone through tough times in relationships in the past, you're very fearful of stepping into relationship and dating again because you don't want to repeat the same patterns and so those of you who've spoken to me, your bodies are starting to freak out at the prospect of entering into more drama. It's like the body giving you a signal of, please don't do that to me again. So I wanted to look at this a little bit more because obviously there are a couple of things that are going on. First is the body's response. Now, I'm always telling you guys that inner child and ego and soul really all speak through the body. Although ego will chat in your head also, but your inner child is less likely to be giving you words in your head. Your inner child is more likely just to be tugging at your coat, you know, kind of um, in the dream world in your subconscious and asking you for help. And it sends signals through the body that are, you know, fearful if it doesn't like something that's going to happen, if it's anxious about something that's going to happen. So what I would really like you to do this week is to spend the week noticing how your fear demonstrates itself to you. So I will give you an example for me. So for me, um, fear depends kind of what it is, but maybe this week for me, some fear of speaking my truth was coming up. And so because I'm practiced in this, I listen to it. I don't become it. I just know that it's there. And then I notice where it is in the body. So for me, this would be arms. Like I get 
sort of lots of feeling in my arms, um, maybe across my chest a little bit and up into my throat. So many of you who have trouble speaking your truth, it will be your throat chakra, it will be that area that starts to become blocked. And you might not even be able to speak at all, you know, if it if it's super um, blocked. But you might be able to speak, but it just might sound like hesitancy or you might fumble with your words or you might not be able to think properly to get the words to come out or you might make excuses or you might tell lies and you're hiding, basically, you're hiding from your truth because inner child is afraid. And so what we need to do here is what we do always is to speak to that part of us with compassion to really help your inner child to understand that it's okay to step forward and it's okay to speak. Now, you're maybe listening to that and thinking, well, if I'm in so much fear, my body's taken over and I can't speak my truth, how the hell do I do that? But that's where you need to start using some tools if you haven't cultivated a soul voice already. Your soul voice is your parental voice that is going to navigate you through life no matter what comes up. And if you haven't been able to do that yet, then you need to find some tools. So one of the tools that I love to use is journaling. I call it soul journaling because normally what I like to do is write as the little self, the inner child, the scared self. And then I clear the way and I write as my soul self. Now, I don't have to do that as often as maybe you will need to do because I've done it so often now that I can just do this in my head. <laughs> I just talk to the parts of self which sounds crazy, but it's much less crazy than letting parts of self take you over and then you just becoming them. That's actually like being a zombie of sorts. You are at the whim of whatever emotion comes up rather than you being in control and you actually listening, right? Controlling is not separating and squashing and denying. Controlling yourself is about you know, true control is coming into balance of self so that you honor all the parts of self and you never deny anything because if you deny it, that fear just gets louder, right? If you deny something, it's like there's an elephant in the room that you're just refusing to look at, but you can see it in the corner of your eye, right? Except in this case, you can feel it in your body. So there's no point in ignoring it. You have to honor it, always honoring because these parts of you, whether it is fear or anger or grief, whatever it is that comes up, they're all trying to tell you something about yourself. And it's much better that you go and sit with them and meet them and listen to them and start to really get to know them because that's the only way that you can truly know yourself and really step into your full power. At that point, life changes for you because you're no longer defined by the dogma of your emotions you're no longer defined by the conditioning of your subconscious mind you're no longer defined by that you get to define who you are okay so when fear comes up the process is that you must listen notice where the fear is in your body it will give you an indication of what might be going on as I said for me this week there was tension in my body I could feel it in my arms you know, up to my throat, from my chest up to my throat. So I know that's about speaking my truth. I can feel it. You know that thing when you get a lump in your throat. So I know that's around speaking that. And obviously from the stuff that was happening to me this week, I already know it's about truth speaking and I know I have to do it. But there was fear there. So 
we have to take baby steps. So what I did was, is I check in with myself. Are you ready yet? No, not ready yet. Am I ready yet? No, there's no signal coming from my gut. Okay, so what I'm not doing here to explain a little bit better is I'm honoring the feeling, but I'm not being navigated by that feeling, the fear feeling. I'm navigating by my gut because my gut intuition is where my soul will speak to me. And so I'm not bypassing the fear feeling. I'm honoring that by saying, I know I know you're scared. I know there's fear there, but I'm dropping further into the body and I'm, I'm feeling into my gut where my soul will speak to me. So my gut said no. So I leave it. And then, are you ready yet? There's another call to speak the truth. My gut said no, and I leave it. And I know because I'm tuned in enough now I wouldn't have been able to do this years ago but I'm tuned in enough now that I can feel when the time is right and when it isn't but I also know that the time is coming and I just allay my fears right so I I honor the fear by telling the fear that it's going to be fine I have another feeling that's bigger than the fear which says the time is now or it's or it's coming up and when the moment arises, it you'll know, right? I absolutely trust the universe to deliver. I know that truth comes up and it will always out, which I've talked about in my blog this week, right? The truth will out. So I, I understand that and I recognize that actually the truth needs to come with divine timing rather than just when we decide with our free will because sometimes it's like uh, meeting your perfect partner. Sometimes things are not aligned for that yet. And so you have to start tapping into the universal flow, which is through your gut and is through your soul voice. So I'm not making it sound too difficult, but you have to start learning, especially if you're a feeling-based empathic person, that's part of your journey. You have to start learning to tap into this universal flow so that you know when the time is right and when it isn't. And so it wasn't right for me for a little while and at the moment when it was I absolutely knew and even though the fear started becoming louder I did it anyway I did what I had to do I spoke my truth and um out of that came this podcast because I was really looking at it and thinking well people have been coming to me talking about relationship stuff and having fears around relationships ending and relationships beginning and what it means to be in relationship and fears that they have about being you know horrible people in relationship or you know taking on horrible people and staying with them and all of that stuff and then in the midst of this fear that I was feeling I thought people need a message around fear because fear is the thing on the planet that I believe the dark side used to drive the planet. It drives the planet into war, drives the planet into despair, drives the planet into worry, anxiety, drives the planet into anger. Fear has been used as a tool for generations by the powers that be in our 3D world to manipulate human beings and manipulate mankind into this place where we become so much less than we are meant for, so much less than we are meant for. Like I can't get across that enough. If we lived in a paradigm of encouragement that I've spoken about before, then 
life will start to change because everyone will be supporting one another. We won't be so fearful of one another. Will there still be evil in the world? Yes, perhaps. But the majority of us who are living in a paradigm that is conscious won't be living in the paradigm of fear. We would step away from that. We will create another paradigm for ourselves and for those who are like us. So we need to honor the fear within us, but not escalate it like the 3D world kind of asks us to do or points at it, right? When they show us news on TV or scary stories in newspapers, we want to really be looking at fear like a young, innocent child that doesn't know what to do. It doesn't fully trust you yet because maybe you haven't shown up in that way yet. Because this is one of the points I want to make is a lot of the time that fear is speaking to you is because you haven't stepped up for her or him, right? You haven't stepped up for that part of you. Fear starts talking. Oh no, my my relationship's going to end. What's going to happen? This person's going to leave me. And fear starts speaking and you become the inner child and now you are clutching and clinging and you have this kind of needy energy about you instead of actually saying, honey, it's okay. Because if this person leaves us, they're not right for us. Like they're not right for me. I trust the universe or someone else out there for me. Okay, so that kind of thing. I know I'm bringing up relationships a lot because that's been the conversation this week. But this is pertinent to anything. So any situation you have, right, that you walk into, anything about your career or moving to another city or taking risks, taking risks on anything in your business, all of that can be scary. And so a good example actually might be if you were taking a risk in your business, say you're an entrepreneur and you have to take a risk where you have to invest a lot of money, you do your checks, okay? You don't just invest the money and then just hope that everything's going to be okay. You're going to keep on track with the person you've invested with. You're going to find out where that money is going. You're going to make sure that all the things are put in place, right? So your fear doesn't take over because you are parenting this, you know, investment you are making. You're parenting it. You're watching it. You're being a business owner. You're not just diving into something without checking who you're working with, right? And what that means. So this is what we want to be doing with ourselves. We want to be checking in and letting that fear in us know that everything is okay because we are the ones driving the car. We don't have to let fear near the steering wheel and let your five-year-old child try to take over and navigate where it's going. You want to be the one in the steering wheel. Now, sometimes fear comes from our old family conditioning also. Fear can be passed on the family line. I have many clients who've talked to me about fears that their mothers or fathers had that they now have. And, um, you know, that's taken over. That's sort of been absorbed by the child as it's growing up. And now as an adult, you still have it. So some of the work around fear is definitely about looking at your family conditioning, looking at how that played out, looking at what you learned, right? I had a friend many years ago who told me that he had a fear of cats. Uh, and we happened to have a new cat come into our house at that time. And he was terrified because he'd never mentioned it before because obviously we never had a cat before. But he was living with us and all of a sudden this fear appeared. And he was really trying not to feel it. But it turned out that it 
came around because his mother had a fear of cats also. So it can be things like that, right? Or maybe even bigger things in your life, but things generally where there has been something that's been broadcast to you at a young age and you've absorbed it, taken it on, and now you're acting like that's yours. But that fear, that thought, that wasn't ever yours. That was just given to you as some kind of fear-laden gift <laughs> that you are now owning. So if you are a person like that and you need some help with it, please get in touch with me. You can contact me at hi at yoursoulrevealed.com and we can set up a little session where we talk about your fears and we start to help you to understand and navigate this subconscious by connecting to your inner child and resetting it. It's kind of like having a reboot where we really start at the root of the problems, right? There's no point in faking positivity and, you know, pretending that you don't feel frightened because all of that leads to anxiety, depression, loneliness, feeling like you can't connect to other people, um, you know, lots of mental health problems, which I call emotional health problems. We don't want to be doing that. We need to get to the root of where the fear is. And then you do as I do now, which is really listening and honoring, finding out which parts of the body are speaking to you so that the next time it happens, you start to understand, oh, wait a minute, that's what's going on, right? Like I said, for me, up around the throat and down the arms, oh, there's something going on about truth, something going on about blocking myself from speaking the truth it might be something different for you I know my little girl has um issues with her feet if she gets stressed then her feet start playing up like kind of like pins and needles or you know kind of annoying anxious kind of feet so it can appear anywhere in the body hips are notorious for holding emotions if you've got really stiff hips back is notorious for feeling like you don't have any support right so little things like that. Knees are notorious for not wanting to move forward in life, for feeling a bit stuck. Um, what else can I give you? Buttocks or your anus, if we really want to go there, can hold a lot of anger and can also be about money, which is a bit weird, right? So, but I say a bit weird, but we, we don't really know everything yet that the body is telling us, right? We're only just learning. So I'm sure there'll be more weirdness to come out that the mind doesn't understand. So I want you to go in and learn how to speak to your fear. Go and journal. Go and um, write some affirmations and put them up so that you remember, right, when you're in a fearful place that your parental self, your soul self is there. Sometimes that's really helpful, just having some soul guidance that you can read. If you don't want to write something, there are loads of memes and loads of um, graphics online your pictures online with quotes on them that you can find that will help you to connect with soul so that you know you're never alone and that fear is only trying to stop you from up leveling fear doesn't realize this fear thinks that it's keeping you safe in your box but actually it's just stopping you from reaching your next level and of course we don't want that to happen we want you to get past that so that you can up-level and fear becomes a quieter voice within you. That's what eventually happens over time. And at the moments when fear is really loud, then you know some really amazing up-leveling is happening <laughs> because most of the time we're not running away from a lion anymore. Sometimes fear is going to be there to warn you off a person or warn you off a situation, but it will feel different. 
it doesn't feel quite the same way. It's more of a um, an intu in uh, I get my teeth in. It's more of an intuitive knowing with some kind of anxious response. Well, for me anyway. So I will get the feeling in my stomach. And I know that's coming, you know, from my gut because I've trained myself to know that fear can reside in the gut. So you must clear that. But for me, it's like a, that's where I really feel my knowing, my power. Um, but fear that comes when there's a moment when I have to up level. It's usually in a different part of my body and it feels kind of overwhelming. That's why it becomes so intoxicating because it literally takes over. It's not that we are... Um, I guess that we are so attracted to it, but it's because it's become attractive because it's a place of safety. So it's intoxicating because it's literally like drinking some poison. It really takes over your body or, you know, smoking a spliff or drinking some alcohol. It takes over and its desired effect is to stop you in your tracks. And I don't want that for you. I want you guys to up level. So Go and do some soul journaling. Write your fear. Write back as your soul self. Get out of the way when that happens. Don't think too much. Don't analyze. You just write. Automatic writing. And let me know what comes up for you. I'd love you guys to share. If you go to my soul circle and Facebook, you can share with me there. If you go to facebook.com slash groups slash your soul revealed, I'd love to hear your stories on fear and how you recognize it and what you are now doing about it, okay? So I know this has been a long one today and a little bit waffly, but I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in and I shall see you soon. And remember, in order to shine, you must align, okay? And I shall see you next time.